Welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z. From Earth to Namek to Sadala, we cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm Doug. We are the Dream Team, the dastardly duo here every other week to talk to you about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Doug, how are you doing? I'm great, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I don't yeah. think I have many complaints. It's a good day. Nice. I'm I'm like I said last time, I'm fully vaccinated, and my uh, close friends are also vaccinated, so I got to hang out with them yesterday, and we played some board games, and it was just a great old time. Man, isn't that life so good? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we showed a friend of ours who's never played poker before how to play, because mm. we're, we're planning on going to Vegas in August for bachelor party mm-hmm. and so we taught him and he completely like wiped us clean of all our money <laughs> oops Just, you made a mistake yeah we created a monster <laughs> oh no <laughs> super fun though <laughs> well that's good um my only post-vax story is uh i mean we both went to scott pilgrim but in separate states <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah we were there together uh, in spirit it was yeah. so good so good to see it in the big <laughs> screen and really loud. It was just uh-huh. so nice. And I was like, my theater was had a lot of people. So I'm like, there's a lot of love for this movie. <laughs> Mine didn't have that much, but it was still uh, a decent turnout. That's good, man. God, the, the seats shaking during the music moments and the and the and the impactful fight moments it was so good. <laughs> Why'd you bring up Scott Pilgrim, man? We can do another podcast about Scott Pilgrim alone. Oh no, yeah, nobody wants That's to hear that. Movie was. Or do they? Hey, or you want to do, do a they? Scott Pilgrim podcast? It'll be short. <laughs> Not this episode, episodes, obviously, but like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, we got to cover the the manga. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> manga, re- the graphic manga novel. Have you read it? But yeah, hopefully. No, uh, I've read like three volumes, I think. Ooh, man, you I didn't have it. access to the other to the other two at the time, so I'll I need to. I'll give you my comicsology login, and you can read all six <laughs> in full color. It's on my Amazon wish list. I just need to. Well, I was gonna buy it, but then I, I, you know me, you wanted to be like a perfectionist. I looked into it, and like, oh, there's versions out there that they're that are being sold that don't have like a, the perfect release or whatever. Like this mm-hmm. is off center or some shit like that. Wow, but whatever. Yeah, there's always got to be something so that way they can sell you another version in the future. I know. Because there's the color version, there's the non-color version, there's the non-color version without this joke in there. I don't know. It's super. Oh, I guess I haven't min- looked minuscule. into anything like that. Yeah, you should if you ever want to. Like, yeah, yeah. There's something there. Like you can tell. You can tell by the spine art, the logo of the company that makes it is different or whatever. Huh. Wow. I guess I have not done the research. I should do that. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, if, hopefully this comes out like at, way after the movies are done in theaters. Like so. Hopefully you got a chance to see Scott Pokemon theaters. If you wanted to. Yeah, hopefully you did. And hopefully you got your shot before you went and you wore a mask like a good person. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. I was freaking out a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be around people and they're going to have their mask off for a little while. And it's going (laughs) to. But yeah, yeah. I'm traumatized. Yeah. So thanks, pandemic. I have trauma now. (laughs) That's great. I don't know about you. I always have dreams where I forget my mask and I'm like in a group of people and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to die. No, but still my pants for me. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> I just keep I keep dreaming that I'm not going to school without pants. I'm like I don't go to school and I'm having pants on right now, so I don't know why. I have a I dream. Have dreams. I have dreams where I'm out and about and I've got no clothes on, but just shoes <laughs> and no mask. <laughs> That's your preference, though. <laughs> yeah. That's how I wanted it. Naked <laughs> shoes and a mask. That's all you need. <laughs> No mask. That's why it's that's terrifying. All, no mask. Oh, that's 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 I don't no mind no showing deal off the goods. That's fine. <laughs> Only to consenting people. I obviously would not want to force it upon people that don't want. <laughs> they do it, they're forgetting. It's not the joke is lost because I just went too into the woods. Hey, yeah. man, we're here to talk about Dragon Ball and not me Are naked. We? It doesn't or sound Scott like Pilgrim. it. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry to everybody. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So uh, we're gonna do back to back reviews because that's what we wanted to do. Gosh dang it. So yeah, we watched. Uh, movie one and then movie two uh, again ocean dub plus the Japanese version that's right like movie last two uh, Dragon Ball Z world's strongest or if you want to go by the original Japanese title the world's strongest guy really is that what it is <laughs> what were you gonna say at yeah. least not Dragon Ball Z 2. Right, yeah, just to be even more confusing, just like mm. Dead Zone, which is just Dragon Ball Z. Who came yeah. up with that? They're dumb. Just, I'm here to say it. They're uh, as lazy as these blue Cybermen, but yeah, go on. <laughs> Whoa, getting ahead of ourselves there, Doug. Um, so, just to get some background on the movie, as we usually do, gotta throw out some numbers and get people yeah. all... Yeah, let us know that context. Yeah, here's some context. So, movie 2, 
uh, premiered March 10th, 1990, uh, which is just after episode 39 aired. And that's the one with the weird, like, mirror ship out in space before they get to fake Namek. Oh, with, like, all, like, the kids? Yeah. Like, it's just space run by orphans. kids. So the space orphans, yeah. <laughs> and Bulma <laughs> looking like, uh... Her- Oh my god, I forgot her name. Ridley. Ridley? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's after that, just before they get to fake Namek in like the next episode, which is like episode 40. Um, directed by Daisuke Nishio, who we all know and love. He did Dragon Ball movies 1 and 2. He did Dead Zone, and he's back. Back. Nice. With a vengeance for World's Strongest. And uh, yeah, we're here to talk about that. And like you said, we watched it twice. <laughs> we did it two times, back to back. Uh, first <laughs> in the old ocean dub, just for nostalgia. And some fun. And then uh, original Japanese, because that's the version that everyone has, no matter where you are. So It's, it's definitely going to get like, tiresome if we keep doing this. So we're just going to do it for like the Ocean Dub cast like for movie three. <laughs> just for these it. three. You don't want to do the ones later where it's like, all right, man, we're going to watch it in Japanese. And then we're going to watch it with the Funimation <laughs> dub and like Pantera. Yeah, <laughs> with their own AMV style that didn't really work right. out that well. But I mean, they didn't uh, do it for all of them, so I guess it didn't pay off. And also, like, how I, dare I, you? I do got to say, for movie five, when he's fighting Cooler and they're playing, I think, Disturbed, uh, when they're fighting, the music sounds normal and then they, they fight underwater as the song is going and the song shifts to sound like it's underwater, which really sounded cool. Because I think in the Japanese version, if I remember correctly, they didn't do the same kind of effect. Mm. So that yeah, was just a cool I mean, little thing that they did. Yeah, you get some cool ideas. It's all right. I mean, yeah, wish it was we like just done that one that cool with, idea with the original score. Also, okay, this sucks because I have to bring it up because it didn't. We put out the episode the same day and we had already recorded. But like, man, Shinsuke Kikuchi, yeah, is man, no longer with us, and it's such yeah. a big bummer. Uh, we were just you know praising everything. Like you know, I was listening to that episode after it came out. And it's like, oh man, we've you know bring up like oh such great choices for. For musical composition, like the Piccolo yeah. and, and Goku theme. When I fighting. was like, fuck this. This doesn't match with the English <laughs> cast at all. This is get this Kukichi off the English track. But <laughs> <laughs> in the Japanese version, it fits so well and just so seamless. Right. And I mean, the guy had a long, illustrious career. And, you know, I mean, it's not like it was early in his life. So it's like, I don't want to say, well, he didn't have any more years in him. But it's like. I he definitely he left his, his mark on the world, and, and like, oh, we yeah. appreciate that. Absolute legend, man. Uh, will be missed and uh, yeah. remembered fondly. Uh, uh, immortal, thanks to all of his yeah. wonderful works and, yeah, and totally. iconic scores. So uh, thanks for everything. He's a, uh, he's a part you. of the show. He's part of Made It Great. Exactly. Your soul is there in every episode, and, and we appreciate that. Um, so let's start the movie off then, man. We, again... Yeah. Piccolo is the star of the show, right? Yeah, I was waiting for that for that Scott McNeil scream, but it didn't happen. We got <laughs> yeah, we spoiled were, from movie one. We were denied what we were promised. <laughs> and it's but as no soon as good. you hear that voice, though, it just it sounds incredible. Like, Scott McNeil kills it as Piccolo. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Toshio Furukawa is, you know, the best. Yeah, and yeah also, like that is Piccolo, but... Yeah, but, yeah. like, man, Scott McNeil... Scott McNeil's, uh, he's a talented dude, and he, yeah. he does Piccolo real good justice. And he brings I'm, good character to him, so yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, but Piccolo, what is he doing? He's just out in the middle of the frozen wastelands trying to blow up mountains. <laughs> and he's just like, I can't do it with this key. <laughs> he's just not strong enough. He's like, oh man, I can't even blow up an ice mountain. <laughs> I'm not as powerful as the sun. No, <laughs> exactly. The sun is too strong. Um, <laughs> turns out... He's not the only one here in these mountains. Oolong and Gohan, which is... God, that's a weird team-up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are I don't here. know. Yeah. Uh, they're here following the Dragon Balls, because turns out somebody is collecting them, and they don't know who. It's just they just the last they're three days. They're gathering them quickly, too. Very quickly. And, uh, oops, now all seven are here. Well, what's going on? And, oh, we've got an old man, and he's wearing a parka, and he wants <laughs> to talk to a dragon. And, uh, yeah, so he gets the dragon, calls the dragon, uh, it's like, hey, my buddy is frozen in this ice, the sun is powerful but can't do it, can you melt this ice? And the dragon does it. <laughs> and Shalom's like, why don't I just revive him for you or whatever, but... <laughs> right, it's like, you know I made a guy immortal last time, <laughs> but okay. You want me just to melt ice now? Fine. You want me to cause global warming? Okay, I guess. It's such a weird thing. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just be like, make my 
boss into the strongest person in the world yeah. and he'll break out himself. <laughs> That's his whole purpose. And he could have just say that. Whatever. <laughs> Come on. I mean, there'd be no movie. But... There'd be no movie. So anyway, uh, global warming happens. Uh, sea level rises <laughs> thanks to all of this ice being melted. All these ramifications. Right. We're not even going to talk about it. I mean, we the just moon need to pick a little blow up the moon and then they've got a full house. Yep, exactly. The world is effed. <laughs> Uh, so now we've got this big old, I don't know, lab that's just popped up in the middle of the place. And yeah, go Oolong close and, a fortress in the ocean dub. Yep. Uh, pick, uh, Gohan and Oolong, uh, are trying to catch up and all of a sudden, oops, they get attacked by blue Cybermen. I mean, uh, bio <laughs> mutants. Bio warriors. Yeah. They yeah. They don't have a name. I don't think. I'm sure they're their just is something. blue Cybermen. That, that's it. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I, I got a little, uh, I accepted them more after I realized the whole ending of it and what they all actually are. But yeah, I'll say that for later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear you touch on that. It's still lazy, but I, I can appreciate it. <laughs> right. I mean, that is my main criticism of this parts of this movie, but we'll get there. Um, so Gohan gets beat up and, of course, gets saved by Piccolo, who uh, unleashes the same combo he used on the Cybi men to take out one of them. And uh, But the, the things happen. And uh, Piccolo is trapped, and then uh, Gohan and Oolong take a tumble, and they're like, well, let's forget about what happened here and go about yeah. our lives. What happened to Piccolo? I don't know. He's gone. I don't know. I wonder where he is. Did you not he see him? He went to go pick up some smokes. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll be back, right? <laughs> yeah. No, he'll be back. It's fine. Yeah, they got home really quickly, didn't they? Like, next thing you know, Gohan's back home studying yeah. again. Yeah, they boogalooed and felt like, yeah, everything's normal. This is fine. There's no mm -hmm. ramifications for everything that happened just five <laughs> seconds ago. Piccolo took and care of it. And then we get a... Yeah, well, speaking of Piccolo, we get a nice little song. Because our, our boy Gohan misses his green friend. Yeah. You know, I, I like the way they're doing it. Movie one had a song. Movie two had a song. I wish they'd, they'd have kept going with every single movie. They had like a, a Masako Nozawa song. Well, movie four, or at least a character song. You get you get Gohan whistling. <laughs> that whistling. <laughs> yeah. I want to turn my ears off like Piccolo does in that movie when I hear that whistling. <laughs> oh man! But uh, what did you think about the song? What do you think about Piccolo San Daisuke? It was uh, on our honorable mentions for uh, our top five favorite like insert songs. It's, it's an amazing, amazing song. That's right. It's so good. It's always a treat to hear Masako Nozawa sing. Um, yeah. Just total aside, uh, she sings a song or two on this one Mega Man album, and it's great. Really? Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Rockman Holic, and it's just a bunch of like songs from the series that were just like background tunes or whatever, and mm -hmm. then they just add vocals to it, and she sings cool. like Cutman Blues, so she is Cutman, but also... Uh, she voices Mega Man in some things, so it's uh, it's neat, and it's just always a treat to hear her sing. So nice, nice, yeah. So we get a nice song, a lot of great visuals of you know uh, protractors <laughs> being, and books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing about being an English speaker is that when when he's saying like uh, I love Piccolo, it's like Piccolo dies Daisuke. Mm -hmm. But he says the die part so often, and they're, while they're doing that, they're showing Piccolo <laughs> dying for Gohan. It's like, Piccolo, die, 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 Suki. It's just so, so funny. It's such an interesting inclusion of that scene, because these movies obviously take place in like their own... Those implications, like, what are you doing? <laughs> right, this, they take place in this weird timeline where it's in the show, but things are different, so... Piccolo shouldn't be alive if this scene <laughs> happens... Yep. But he's he's alive and kicking now. Right. So it's like, what is happening here, guys? I don't mm -hmm. understand. And I mean, like, they're just here to be entertainment, not to be yeah. taken seriously. But why that scene? There's yeah, no reason why, why that scene. <laughs> Have the so scene weird. of, like, Piccolo brushing Gohan's hair when he's asleep or something like that. Yeah, that's good. That's a nice, not... like, heartfelt moment. You don't have to have him dying for you. Exactly. Especially because it's like it's it's taken straight from the TV the TV show, so the quality is not as great as like it's not consistent with the movie quality. Ah, uh, that you know I mean? shot like of him like you know going to like get take get the blast taken. I think they did a good job animating it. And then in this like it's a weird like filter like they've inverted colors and no, stuff I don't know like what you're, I don't know what you're talking about. It was, it was definitely a, a bad drawing of it. It was the because it was drawn really well in the episode when Piccolo does first initially like block hmm. it, but then the next episode or it's either either vice versa. I know one or the other like because it the episode ends with Piccolo taking the blast for him. In one episode, it's really bad drawing, but then the next episode, it's drawn really well. Huh. 
See, this and is they what use, I, they use. They use the bad one for this version. See, this is what I get for watching DBZ episode one twenty so many times and not going back to <laughs> these ones as my go to. And I this is what remember. you get for me being an AMV editor for like always trying to find the best quality shot That's of the true. same scene over and over again. Yeah, see, you know, that gives us a nice perspective and things that I don't catch all the time. Like, the only shot of, like, Goten and Goku hugging that looks good is from the GT ending, where they redrew it. Because in the actual, in the first meeting of Goten and Goku, it's drawn by Last House or whatever that bad production company was. Right. Drawing animation studio, and yeah, it doesn't look great. (laughs) Sorry, vomiting. (laughs) I was just thinking about it. Sorry, I know that you put blood, sweat, and tears into it animators in the 90s. I'm sorry, but it was bad. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just not up to par. Right. It's, uh, yeah. Um, let's, uh, talk more about what's going on here. So, Gohan is sad that Piccolo's not around, wonders where he's at. Um, and then, uh, we get a nice visit from Dr. Cochin and the blue Cybermen who have come to Roshi's house because they're looking for the strongest guy, the world's strongest guy. <laughs> and he lives here on this tiny island and he's super old. Their databanks were not updated, they didn't they, update no, anything. They, <laughs> they are running on an old version of uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, and they do not have Wikipedia <laughs> yet. So this Why is what you want—an old man's body too. You look for the strongest that was young, not hey. the strongest that like knocking on death's door. Hey, they're not ageist, you know. They're going to take the strongest. <laughs> they don't care if it's plus young. Do you and think supple. Roshi's like et- eternal life would like transfer over to? I don't know. It's such a weird Ooh, thing, right? Yeah, didn't even think about that. He's... Maybe that is why they went for him. No, mm. they wouldn't know. It. They wouldn't know. It. Maybe they wouldn't know that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Roshi's lifespan is always the confusing thing about the entire series, right? He's two hundred some years old, and like, oh, <laughs> you know, eternal life, but also like the undying. He's died, died. He's died twice, <laughs> right? So clearly, he can be taken care of. <laughs> um so then he and bulma well bulma gets captured and i guess he just goes along with them, like fine i'll take your weird submarine to the north pole yeah yeah and uh he gets to have some cool fights with some uh some bio warriors and it's really cool to see um roshi going for it and having an actually good fight because i'm trying to remember when is the last time we really got to see him go all out did he have a fight against uh demon king piccolo or was it just him trying to do the mafuba it's been so long since i've read that part of the manga i forget i think it was just the mafuba okay so then it's been like since the 22nd tenkaichi badokai yeah okay so yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, it's just nice to see him getting some good fights. And even though like he gets his butt kicked because turns out he's an old man <laughs> and yeah. it's three on one. Because well, he's being ganged up on. Yeah, it's not fair. Like he would have taken no. him out so night so easily one on one. So of course they're like, oh, I guess he's not as strong as we thought. And Bulma lets slip. Oh, I mean, you think he's the strongest? Oh, heck no. You want to fight this Goku guy. <laughs> She's like the typical girlfriend that was like, my boyfriend can beat you up and you're lucky he's not here right now. But I'm gonna call him to come over here and kick your guys' butt. <laughs> Which is Boyfriend funny. walks in. I don't. I'm, I didn't start this fight. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> but it's Goku, so he's like, "Oh, waku waku," and then ready exactly. to fight somebody. <laughs> I don't know. That he's waku, not waku very spirit. much. He's not very much into the waku waku. This movie. He's he's a man on a mission. He's got to save Roshi and Bulma. Yeah, yeah. He's got his priorities straight this time. Right. Yeah, which is, you know, interesting. And uh, I guess... Uh, it's off- movie Goku, that's why. That's right. It, this is Koyama Goku. So <laughs> it's very much, he is the hero. He's an action star. Right. And not a dumb monkey hick boy who just <laughs> wants to eat and fight. I, I think he do. even leaves before dinner's done. <laughs> He's just like, I gotta go save no him. No way, does he? <laughs> I don't remember. Well, yeah, it, look, it, it looked like he was going to be dinner because he's the one boiling up in that, taking a bath <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> pot. That's right. <laughs> so he leaves in the middle of the night and doesn't show up to um, Dr. Weirdo's place until morning, at least. So it's like, man, that was a long yeah, flight. True. Did you have anything to eat? Did you, like, stop and kill anything on the way? <laughs> Cut off a dinosaur tail? I don't know. <laughs> make him ride in a ball? Yeah. <laughs> uh, have some apples that make you see things? Who knows? <laughs> this tasty. is all just a figment of his imagination. None of this happened. He was just drunk. <laughs> drunk apples. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now Goku fights, uh, well, gets surprised by, um, oof, man, they got names and I can't remember who's who. Misukatsun, who's the big guy? Yeah, I don't, I can't even, I was surprised to hear the actual, like, names in the ocean dub, like, uh, Right, yeah. And they said it pretty well, too. They also, they also say Goku's name, they pronounce it correctly, like, uh, Dr. Wheelow and... 
Kochi. Yeah. They Goku. say like go go Goku. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like whoa, cool. Yeah. You know what you're doing, guys. I'm impressed with that. No, they don't know what they're doing. Otherwise, they would have pronounced it incorrectly <laughs> as as Goku. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Goku's doing his fighting thing. Uh, can't fight outside because he fell in some water, and now he's it's so cold in here he it's can't freezing. get any power. <laughs> yeah, he says that. <laughs> I can't get any power because it's too cold. Like, what does that mean? Right. What the hell does that mean, Goku? <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Like, I can't concentrate with it being so cold or something. I yeah. don't know. It's weird. And That's then, what they said in the English, English dub, at least. So, who knows? right. Yeah. Uh, then he comes into the coolest room in the fucking world, which is just a whole bunch of like spheres floating and then like oh surprise <laughs> they all got swords in them <laughs> it's like the, the primitive version of that training bot that vegeta uses in the in the right in the ship you know but he's not just one <laughs> there's like a hundred <laughs> there's a, a lot it's a lot and it's drawn beautifully oh yeah there's a bunch of murder robots and he's just like yeah he's like dodging between them and like has his feet riding on a couple of them for a second before then he's just like all right enough of this and just starts just blasting blasting them everywhere yeah i love those arms like, he, and he, he turns his arms i want that I, want, I need like that as a wallpaper because that just looked freaking awesome with his arms crossed shooting blasts at both directions heck it's yeah awesome. and de- you know decimates everything chunks are falling everywhere there's smoke everywhere and then misokatsu emerges out of the smoke and i'm like god that's such a cool way to do this where it's <laughs> you know just emerging from the smoke of your just previous fight like i gotta fight me yeah and uh big old guy uh he's got That's a weakness. big yellow guy who's stretchy big, yeah big yellow guy big stomach stretchy and then goku's plan is like oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna fly through his tummy i'm gonna pop him real good <laughs> <laughs> he tried once he kicked into him and just got stuck for a bit Right, but he's so, like, oh, I just got, I just got to go Kaioken, right? He goes Kaioken for this. He Kaioken. Yeah, that's what I said. Kaioken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they said you it right. You can't, you can't take this away from my twenty years of like hearing this Kaioken. <laughs> I'm trying, but it's hard sometimes to fix to autocorrect myself. Okay, I thought you were making fun of like the other ocean dub where they say Kaioken instead of Kaioken because they say it right nope, in I these to, movies. I have to turn my brain on to like okay, pronounce this correctly because otherwise it just defaults to what I've heard when I was a kid. That's fine. I Thanks, apologize Funimation. for shaming you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but no, this uh, this enemy reminded me of uh, Buyan from Muscle Tower back when Goku fought mm. a giant pink dude that looked similar, and he just like he destroyed. A wall, and it was cold outside, so it froze Booyan, and then Goku just blasted through him, shattered him. Which is a smart move. Yeah, totally smart. I don't recall, so I'm going to have to, um, you know, bank on your your memory here, because unfortunately it's I made been, a, you know, I made like a stage in Little Big Planet, the video game, using, like, him as one oh, of the bosses, yeah. so that's why I remember I, like, researched that scene a lot to get that right. Man, that work you did was incredible. Can I just take a second <laughs> Thanks, to just... Man kiss your boots <laughs> like <laughs> i don't think i ever released that version with like booyan but yeah i had other levels that i created i created a video game i mean thankfully it was through a video game that is about making video games but yeah it was it was a lot of we work. gotta set you up with playstation dreams and just see what you <laughs> oh, can do i have it and that is so intimidating i picked <laughs> that thing up for a week and then i put it down like no no thanks mm. i have a job i have <laughs> i don't have time to invest in all this it's, right. it's a lot it's a lot yeah. Um. So he beats uh Misukatsu and pops his tummy real good, and then oh, now he's got to fight two dudes. He's got both Kishime and Ibifuria to take care of. Cold so guy and electric guy. <laughs> cold guy and uh, well, a teleporting guy because we don't know about the electricity yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, he's moving around real fast and you know all <laughs> that other fun jazz. And then of course he can produce uh, blood veins that turn into electric whips, which is real gross and real cool. Yeah. Yeah. And man, just like the choreography we haven't talked about yet, just all of the fights in this are just so good. Like there's a bunch of like, like the back entire kicks. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's that the famous like uh, Roshi and Goku uses like this back kick that looks like a twirl. Not really, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like the leg just kind of twists to the left and hits right. them, hits people behind them. It's so good. There's so many good like hard hits in this too. Like there's that one where both Kishime and Ibufuri are like flying towards Goku. Goku just like starts. Just booking it, just running at him and screaming. Yeah, and like yeah. they both go past like, him, but then he slows him. down and yeah, he just punches and is like, oh, turns out that Kishime was actually further behind than he <laughs> made it look. Just decks yeah. him into the ground. So good. Dang, it's good. Um, 
But unfortunately, Goku gets frozen because cold is his weakness. And uh, <laughs> then we've got uh, Gohan and Krillin showing up to save the day. Oops, they get electrocuted. They're down and now they're frozen too. <laughs> now they're frozen. But then Goku gets pissed off and... The best Kaioken. Like, the man, best. Peter Kalamis, mwah, chef's kiss, knocking it out of the park. Like, the he first was, time I got this movie... so good at that. The first time I got this movie on DVD where I could watch it in Japanese, I'm like, did... did they just not dubbed that part and like that was always in japanese because peter sounds like scream is so good yeah no and he he nails the accent like the hitting the right syllable like he didn't watch the funimation version that i watched and he's not stuck with saying <laughs> kaioken yeah it was kaioken oh. it's so, so good. good man i mean mazuka nozawa obviously did a great job there too but like man yeah, it's yeah. something it's about just so it. surprising hearing it's done so well <laughs> In English. <laughs> One of those times you just feel it in your bones. Like, this is good. And yeah. if you disagree with me, call me out on Twitter. Uh, so then I can <laughs> yell at you and say that you're wrong. And see how you like it. Show, you the, show me the proof. Show me the side-by-side versions. Yep. You'd start a podcast. That's that's where you can tell me all your opinions. That's a very daunting. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I do all the work. <laughs> I gotta hear about it. <laughs> I suppose I'm always complaining. Like, oh man, there's so many musical things I gotta throw in here. Oh god, I'm just tired a from just hearing you talk about it. Yeah, oh yeah, I worked a whole day listening to that. <laughs> then you only had to listen for like 40 minutes, and you're like, oh man, my job was hard. Here's some notes. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, breaks free, defeats Kishime and Ibifuriyal on his own. Uh, somehow melts Gohan and Krillin out of the ice. <laughs> yeah, I, for- I forget how that happens, but. Well, he just, he, just he, like he just yeah. <laughs> he taught them Kaioken, just like yeah, you guys. I I use this method. You guys use it too. <laughs> yeah, work for me. It'll work for you too. No big deal. So now they they storm the the big bad. They got to go to the final room uh, with uh, the bad guy at the top of the tower. Uh, mm-hmm. Turns out, oh yep, it's a big brain in a jar, and he wants it's Goku's body. They want he wants Goku's strong, powerful, <laughs> supple, young body. He's, He's very upfront about it. Just like, I oh, want yeah. your body. Give me very your body. Very forward. <laughs> like, all right. I mean. You know, at least he's honest and he's a, he's a straight shooter. He's not How is that big brain going to fit in that little body, though? Oof, that is a good question. I assume it's a data transfer of every, every, every time, Yeah, yeah. It must be something like that. Every time they explained how his brain got big, I, I wasn't paying attention. So I, <laughs> I didn't explain how his brain got big. They're just like, I took it out and I put it in a jar. It's bigger now. <laughs> I was hoping they explained it because I was like, maybe I must have just not paid attention because I, I must have missed <laughs> I that part. I accidentally poured brain fertilizer in the jar. And <laughs> yeah, like why did it get so big? Like so, <laughs> oh, whatever. I mean, it's a big thing of fat. It's just absorbed more and more liquid. So he's like, oh, it just keeps getting bigger. And I put it in another jar and it absorbs more liquid. So I was gonna maybe put it in another jar. Not bigger, and it's one of those like visual illusions where like the the, the mirror oh. showing. His yeah. brain is actually like, yeah, small, you know? I mean, then why is the casing for it so big? Why is it such a big honking honker? For intimidation purposes. Oh, that's a, that's a good theory. I mean, he designed it himself, and he even hit, even Dr. Wheelow is like, this, uh, <laughs> this, ugly body. This, this ugly steel body, like, you designed it. <laughs> you're the yeah. one that made it ugly. If you wanted to change it, you could have changed it. Or your assistant did it, and that's your fault, because you hired him. Yeah, you hired him. Yeah, exactly. Probably lied on his resume. Like, do you have experience building giant hulking metal frames for my weird uh, giant brain? I love the movie Aliens, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's basically the same thing as experience. <laughs> oh, so Goku gets trapped. They also have to like be like, okay, we, you know, he's gonna do the brain switch, and then Piccolo shows up, and uh oh, Piccolo is not the same he used to be. Piccolo is evil again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a, he's gonna fight Gohan. He's gonna fight his only friend. And uh, then Goku breaks free. And then Goku's fighting Piccolo because he doesn't want him to hurt Gohan. And yeah, took, another cool yeah. battle ensues. It's God, the drawn, fights are so yeah. great. Choreography is awesome. Piccolo's fighting Goku, who's hanging upside down, and just like man, just everything about it is so good. Gohan has a existential crisis because Piccolo's gone now. We get, mm-hmm. I think, one of the coolest shots, which is, like, you know, in the um, background, you just see Gohan being, like, sad. And then in the foreground, you see Goku and Piccolo's feet sliding in into frame as they're fighting. And then they slide uh, out as the fight yeah. continues. 
So it's like, like a man. shot meant for focusing on Gohan and like what's going right. on around him. Yeah, exactly. Just like you got two, you know, main things you're you're focusing on here and you're just giving them their time to shine, but like conserving yeah. it all by only doing one shot, it's good. Um, <laughs> also I realize it's all your fault. <laughs> um, I also wanted to throw out one other thing. This a little bit ago when before then when they were storming the uh, fortress, as it were. There's a really cool shot of like one of the cameras watching, and it's this fisheye lens thing of them running down a hallway. Yeah, and yeah. This wasn't a digital effect. They had to draw them like being weirdly distorted, going from one end to the other. And yeah. it just looks so good and smooth. It's and a like, lot of effort that we appreciate so much, and I don't think it gets appreciated enough, you know? Yeah, some animator worked so hard on that and knocked it out of the frickin' park, and it's not appreciated yeah. enough. <laughs> We're only 25 years late, but hey, dude who drew that, dudes right. who drew that, we appreciate right. you. I mean, you, you had to have in-betweeners, so it's definitely more than just one. That's a detail that didn't need to be in there, but it is, and no. it's, just, it's great. Good direction. Good going, mm-hmm. Daisuke Nishio. You know what you're it's doing. When they, it's when they cared. Yeah. <laughs> Back when they cared. Um, but yes, so Gohan explodes in anger, starts to unhinge Dr. Uh, Widow, and then, uh, uh-oh, Big Brain Man is free, and he's going to try to take Goku's body by force. I love the only way that you can unleash the mech that holds Dr. Wheelow is by apparently destroying the entire building. Like, how else would he be? He looked like he was stuck in the wall, right? Like, right. he was a part of the wall, so the only way to release him was to <laughs> shatter the whole building. There's no way for so him weird. to get out of his charging cradle without destroying the entire <laughs> room around him. He's like, oh, I guess, I guess it's time. And then just the whole thing crumbles, crumbles down. Yeah. And then it's this really cool thing where everybody's kind of working together. They've freed, thankfully, Gohan screaming has broken the um, thing on Piccolo's head that was controlling his mind. So now everybody <laughs> oh, sort of happened. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody sort of lines up uh, to take on Dr. Widow, and it's just a really cool yeah. shot of all of them we together. Get a cool Avenger shot. We do. And then we also get a really <laughs> rad thing of, like, all of, like, the turtle school doing a Kamehameha together against him. I'm like, minus oh, Yamcha. Minus Yamcha. No, yeah. Forget Yamcha. He <laughs> doesn't need to be a part of this. He was. Roshi training 1.0, what's what you mean? Yeah. The class of, I don't know, 739, <laughs> yeah. whatever the age was. Seven, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dates elude me, but yeah, seven, seven something. Right, yeah. It's always seven something. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty flippin' cool. That's not a thing that they, you know, do a lot of, and it's just a nice nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, Gohan, turns out, has had the Nuebo the whole time, so Goku uses that because Gohan drops Oh, under drops the awesome it. freaking cape! That he has yeah. this entire movie that we got to mention. God, he looks so cool with the cape on. Right? Who decided that design and why is it not in everything? I know. Well, I'm kind of glad they didn't use it for everything because it's special for like this movie until they get to the Cell Saga where he does a, a similar one. He's like, I guess just now with the mantle. Yeah, with, with the shoulder pads added on there. But even without them mm-hmm. on in this movie, it looks awesome. Like they have a an SH Figure Arts figure that they released of Gohan around that time, mm. around, like, Namek Saga. I-, I wish someone could, like, customize, like, a cape to go with it, Ooh. or if they, like, included that somewhere, because that'd be so cool. That would be good. And I'm going to say it, while the rest of this movie uh, looks pretty, and the atmosphere and the enemy is cool, I think from here on it just kind of dips in quality because it's just... It's just the Vegeta fight. We got, you know, a beam struggle, and then Goku's got to do Kaioken times four <laughs> to overtake him. Throws him out of there. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to do a spirit bomb. Uh-oh, he interrupted me, and I dropped it, but now I'm going to throw it again, except for this time instead of Krill, and it's me. And uh, yeah. this time, it, but this time it actually takes out the bad guy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. in space, which is rad with... Krillin, Piccolo, and Gohan all fighting up there in this thin atmosphere, yeah. fighting this robot. It's cool I love when they team up in that way too. It it reminds me of like those team up combo moves you do in the uh, that Dragon Ball game for DS, where you would it would like yeah. it's like an RPG. Mm-hmm. Remember that uh, Attack of the Science? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That game was awesome. How you could just team up with characters and do unique moves. I never got around to playing it, and I feel real bad about it. Sorry. It was it was really good, man. You missed out. Well. I've got a DS emulator. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, we're not. Any chance you can. Yeah, I got to experience it. It'll be good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, then it's all just kind of the, the one fight thing that kind of ends things up. So, uh, uh, what were you were going to say something about the blue Cybermen, and I wanted to turn go back to that and hear what you oh, had to say. Oh, well, like, I, I, I guess we, we've already seen Dr. Cochin die, right? Right, point. so it turns out he was a robo the whole time. Exactly. And, like, 
it, it makes me think that everything was created. Everything is a robot, obviously, mm-hmm. um, including the the Cybermen. Because when we see in the Japanese version, they sound more robotic. Oh yeah, they've got a weird voice filter going on, and yeah. So it makes me think like as Doctor or Cochin is looking for like the strongest. He sees the fight maybe against Vegeta. I guess he doesn't because of the logic of him not seeing Goku. I don't know. So maybe somewhere he comes across the Cybermen and so he like replicates them as being his little minions. You know what I mean? So like at least the design choice to make them Cybermen look like is lazy, but at least would kind of make sense. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Kind of. You can kind of put something together. Um, yeah. Using the the world logic and be like, yeah, all right, yeah, that's. that's it wasn't just like a video game palette swap. It was. It was like, uh, oh, this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna mimic these creatures because they're strong. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I like that. Um. So, what did you think about this movie? Because I always am unsure. <laughs> watching with you how you actually feel i liked it it does feel kind of drab though just because when a lot of it's taking place inside the fortress mm. it's just a bland black color as a background you know hmm. everything else around it shines though with the choreography and the fight scenes and everything but it's just the colors just make it seem the atmosphere is so like dark huh i mean i think there's definitely a, a good bit of color i mean we've got that that first room with the blade balls and that's a very like blue area and then we've got this weird like dark and purple thing when he's fighting um Ibifuria and kishime um uh, the last mm-hmm. part yeah it's very like just dark just darkness yeah <laughs> so it's like, like, eh, spent a lot of time eh. in that room maybe not but i mean i feel like yeah a lot of the time was spent in that dark room with bulma yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean that's a good that's a good criticism visually of it, it was it was great um story wise it was eh, it was all right i'm gonna say like animation wise so far probably the best looking one um yeah just definitely up there everybody's operating on all cylinders and uh Bulma's looking fine as heck in that bathing suit that we never see her again in <laughs> right There's just, a, just the that one shot. shot of her laying down yeah Oh my gosh, Bulma! Please, <laughs> somebody after, needs after to like draw a, after, that. After after adult Bulma, adult Bulma is like the hottest when she's in that like sleeveless like uh, outfit from like movie thirteen. Mm, oh, that's, right, that's the best Bulma. <laughs> we're gonna do a ranking after we're done with all of these. It's like, what? There's what's the best plenty Bulma? of outfits that she's in and all the stuff throughout so the series. Many. Yeah, you easily could do that. <laughs> oh man well i'm glad you like this movie i definitely really enjoy it it's part of the nostalgia i mean going back to this ocean cast is always good yeah always a great trip and like yeah i mean the choreography the animation is super great good music like there's i want to say it's an original piece that's used for like the last bit of fighting like up in space with gohan and piccolo yeah yeah it didn't sound familiar so yeah i think you're right yeah, it's it's really well like, done. I didn't pick up on a on a Piccolo theme or a Gohan theme like like previously. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like everyone was kind of operating uh, on all cylinders. Um, other than like the last five minutes, just feels very derivative and uh, bums me out. But yeah, like I, I we watched it twice and I kind of forget the ending like <laughs> every time. Like I, I don't I can't tell you what happens. I know Goku makes a spirit bomb, but that's it. it. It works, and then he blows up, and then they're like, oh, hey, Piccolo, don't leave. And he's like, oh, Gohan gets all the credit. And like, oh, okay, well, the Earth is saved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very bog-standard ending to a shonen <laughs> property film. Yeah. Where it's just whatever. You know, they can't figure out how to end it. We'll just end it like the last arc, and then we'll call it done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good movie. It's a, I it's a it. pattern that, that turns up too often now. Yeah. I think... And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the company or if it's, you know, trying to, to sit and, like, really analyze these films. But, like, I already liked movies one, two, and three. And so far, doing this podcast, I've found more love for them. Which is... Right, exactly. Yeah, me too. That's wild. These movies have been part of my life for, geez, golly gee willikers, 22 years. the Ocean dub cast just hits nostalgia so hard. It brings me back to feeling like a kid and, like, watching these things again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And immediately, man. once we switch over to the Japanese version, even though it hasn't been in my life as long... I think because yeah. I, I adore the voice actors so much, hearing Masako Nozawa and Oolong in Japanese, it does feel like uh, hanging out with, with old friends again. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's... Uh, so I, I get nostalgia on both ends some, somehow. <laughs> yeah, even though I'm not used to these lines and these deliveries as much in yeah. the Japanese, it's the, the voices that I'm just like, oh, hey, guys, it's been a while. And, or not. You know, I just watched a movie with you like five days ago so yeah exactly <laughs> we need to we need to find the canadian version of dragon ball z where like i think that the, the voice actors are still ocean dub 
Yeah, it's like the um, Android arc and the Boo stuff that they yeah, actually yeah. went back and they did. I mean, I've seen clips. It's great. Brian Drummond yeah. still kicking ass as Vegeta. Yeah. It's good times. Was Peter uh, Klamis Goku just in this movie or... No, so Peter Klamis is Goku in, like, season two, which is, like, the Namek stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then movies one, two, and three, and then I believe when it picks back up for the Android stuff, then it switches to Kirby Morrow, who is then okay. Goku from then on out. So, I trust you. <laughs> thanks. Uh, my limited knowledge of <laughs> Canadian right. and UK dub <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Um Awesome. I'm glad that we got to watch that movie together and, and enjoy some more of it. But we've got some more stuff to talk about uh, this, but we're going to take just a quick, quick little break. We'll be right back. All right. All right. We're back. And we're still going to be talking a little bit more about Movie 2 here because, Doug, we had some great uh, input from some peeps, some listeners who wanted to share what they thought about Movie 2. Cool. Yeah, I want to hear them. Well, cool. Here we go. Uh, first up, we got Julie at JulieYBM. Hey, Julie. Thank you. What's up, Julie? We appreciate it. Uh, Julie says, the most atmospheric of the pre-Yamauchi uh, films tied only with the following film. The music is so haunting and perfectly syncs with the background art. Uh, Masako Nozawa's performance is top-notch, and Dr. Wiro is the coolest movie design. I don't think a lot of movie designs can top giant robot in a jar. Or brain in a robot body? <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely unique. I, I was, like, jealous that I didn't get to play him. I never played Tekaichi 3, so I never got mm. to play him as a playable character. Oh, yeah, he was the one that people were begging for for years. <laughs> I, I know, right? Play Dr. Uido. <laughs> I want to play Gundam, but I want to play Dragon Ball, so what's the, the best of both worlds? <laughs> you get both. It's good. <laughs> oh, a little man. bit of TMNT with uh, Krang. <laughs> yeah basically crank <laughs> oh man Good i do stuff. love that this is placed in like a ice world an ice world i'm talking like star wars uh like right. a, in the frozen tundra have you say but um uh Zumai, I was, I was telling you, or Sudamai zubri mountains that's what it was yeah i don't know how you memorize all that but <laughs> i'm insane the, the all of the uh, i could probably cure cancer but instead they're parts of my brain that's like all your focus oh, hey. is on dragon ball and the useless knowledge that you have in there but god bless you i guess that's why you started a podcast i guess this is what i'm uh, my purpose in life but i was like telling you how i wish there was an easter egg in um the broly movie the newest one since mm. they were like in a frozen uh place too like I, it'd be cool to like for a split second for like maybe even just a frame <laughs> to show in the background like dr wheelow's uh gundam robot thingy just like buried under the ice a little bit well they get punched through so many ice mountains it'd be funny if they get punched through one and they just fly through the fortress yeah yeah (laughs) during that pov uh, shot of broly like fighting that'd be so cool to see like in the in the corner Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't be able to see it unless you like frame by frame paused it and went through and like oh my god that's dr wheelow here's the problem then you're gonna have people like us being like (laughs) wait does this mean that dr wheelow confirmed for the canon (laughs) (laughs) we gotta talk about that (laughs) but then it's it's, it's it's a broly movie canon so maybe it wouldn't but didn't i'm not sure wheelow got destroyed by that spirit bomb didn't he so (laughs) i mean if nothing he got blowed up real good when boo destroyed everything oh you know what yeah yeah he's blown up except um Dr. Willow's arm, like his claw, gets chopped off by Goku and he does Kaoken stuff. Mm-hmm. What if just, just, just that arm is somewhere hidden? Like, I, that's all I want. That's all I need. Just you a just little need nod. a reference to this random side movie yeah. that came out in 1990. Okay. So awesome. <laughs> I'd be into it. Uh, Michael at Metallics MT says, This is one of my pre-modern favorites. It features a wholly original story with some of the franchise's best fight scenes. I love the atmosphere and the set design. It feels very Chrono Trigger in that way. If Ooh, Dead Zone okay. could be seen as a sort of farewell slash tribute to the mysticism that ruled the first half of Dragon Ball, then mm-hmm. World's Strongest can be seen as a welcoming to the sci-fi shenanigans that would be introduced in the second half. Damn. Damn. That's true. Holy shit. Why am I running a podcast? You got so many insights, <laughs> know, Michael. Yeah, you I do my job. <laughs> Take my microphone. I'm, I'm done. That's it. I want <laughs> right, to hear I'm you done. talk about it. I'm gone. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess for me, the atmosphere, I, I, I don't know why I thought we spent so much time in that dark lair. I didn't see much atmosphere, but I don't know. Maybe I'm sitting here with, with like fingers in my eyes, just poking my <laughs> eyes out. 
<laughs> maybe maybe that's your problem you're just blinding the choreography yourself. is I, I need to see like a back-to-back like compilation of all the choreography between these three movies the first three movies of z because they're all like fantastic and they once all have we that, start moving, that style of early dragon ball z yeah once we start moving at light speed and we're just teleporting and dashing back and forth and just yeah you know a flurry of fists it's like yeah it's cool but it's not it's fucking sick as shit <laughs> just people flipping around and it's not like moves, because I do love movie five with Cooler in it, but um, I don't know. I, nothing nothing stands out to me that I can, off memory, of like actual martial art movements in that movie. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of cool, like fast moving and punching, because it's like, that's kind of new to the series, is the how fast they go and everything like that. But yeah, we yeah. don't get the awesome choreography from the early movies. Right. Things change, and sometimes not always for the better. Well, at yeah, least in my yeah. opinion, and, and yours. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure we think this way retrospectively if we're watching it as the series goes on it's like oh it's so cool to see all these flashing stuff all the flashy fights and everything oh yeah you know? for sure we're like ah and their hair is spiky and gold now and they're yeah, flying so awesome. fast <laughs> exactly this is all just retrospectively <laughs> looking back and like oh i i miss these times exactly yeah we got uh tanuki joe at tanuki kuribo who says, never heard of him. No, never. Guy's never shown up in anything. Doesn't do cool things like Dragon Ball art and tidbits that retweeted the show. And then randomly that episode got like two times the listeners than it ever has. So I don't play Mario Kart with him every other Saturday. No, no not at all. What's up, Joe? What's Joe got to say? <laughs> Joe has to say, I hated this movie when I got it. A hot take. Oh, when he, when he first got it. <laughs> With the ocean cast on VHS. At the time, I had fan subs of movies 12, 13, and the TV specials. So going from that to this was a downgrade in my teenage yeah. eyes. See, I'm telling you, retrospectively, it's it's uh, we look back on it with glory eyes. But in the moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, now, as an adult, I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite. Animation is pretty great, though. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think out of, out, of, out of the first three, I mean, we I'm I'm excited to see the third movie, but I think out of mm-hmm. all three, this wasn't this would be my favorite of the of the three. You know, I it's always hard for me to pick. Usually, I always throw Dead Zone at the end, but after watching it last week, I'm like, I don't know. It's pretty good. I know. Yeah, exactly. That that Piccolo Goku theme combination, that soundtrack, just mm. nailed it for me. So good. We'll have to do a yeah. ranking of the best three Ocean Dub <laughs> movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Ashley Denoa, uh, says, just a general thought. I wonder why the movies give Oolong a lot of love. He even initiated the plot in this movie. I'm all for it, though, as I love Oolong. Yes. I think I figured it out. I think it's because they needed to introduce Krillin in a, like, oh, Krillin's here kind of way, like halfway through the movie. Mm. So he couldn't, he couldn't be the guy in the beginning. So they needed to find another character that could do something. Uh, I guess they just wanted to keep, they, they kept Bulma and Roshi. Because they needed them for that later part of the plot where they're hostages. Right. So who else is there? Poir? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not going to happen. Well, I guess I, I, I don't know why they didn't want Yamcha and Tenshinhan in this, but... Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. They could have had a full Turtle School Kamehameha if they brought Yamcha in here, but... That's true. But they got to give Oolong some screen time. Yeah, I guess it's for comedy purposes because he wanted to go get more panties. Because apparently he lost <laughs> his first pair from, from the first dragon. It's been like 10 years since he got that first pair. You think they lasted this long? <laughs> Who knows what that Can gross you pig is doing Shenlong coming back again like, you want underwear again? I'm being used for this? <laughs> Target is over there, man. Go get your fix. <laughs> no, they got to be used. They got to be used. <laughs> got to win them in battle. Um... <laughs> It's a line from Community. Never mind. We're doing Troy and Abed talking Dragon Ball and not doing Community. Here we go. Um, and then we've got uh, here. We've got Jake Pay at Jake Pay 16. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. I just liked how Roshi had some time to be the beast he is against the henchmen. Yeah. Then later on having him goku and krillin all doing a kamehameha always gets me hyped great to see exactly the master and his students doing this one last time before goku begins training with god (laughs) yeah no exaggeration yeah all caps god like yeah literally just a god of destruction i mean and also kaio i was just just gonna say i mean multiple gods he'd already trained with kami then he goes yeah. and trains with Kaio, and then eventually Beerus and Whis and the first of many gods that Goku comes to because <laughs> power scaling became an issue. Like, oh, I already made the strongest character in the world. I guess I gotta go to deities now. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, seeing Roshi take down those Cybermen, like 
all four of them like jumping at him and then like him just taking them all down in like four swift movements is so cool seeing right. him being ganged up on was awesome as hell like him holding his own mm-hmm. it's so weird that like apparently Cochin has a way of finding the dragon balls which they don't even touch on that but that's fine he has a, he has that technology and he's a scientist. He can make all of these. Yeah, he has that technology. He assistant. can make. He can make Assist, uh, assistant Cyberman, to the scientist. Assistant to the science. The regional scientist. Um, <laughs> he can make blue uh, Cybermen. Um, mm-hmm. but he can't tell how strong people are because he captures yeah. Piccolo right off the bat. And I correct me if I'm wrong. I think Piccolo's stronger than Roshi at this point. So why that do we bother going to look true. for Roshi? Maybe he's racist and he's like, this is not a human. This is a green mm, creature. That's true. Dr. Weirdo is like, I really don't want to be green, though. <laughs> I gotta be old. I gotta be old, yeah. Just give me sunglasses. Nobody will take me seriously in the scientific community if I roll in wearing a fucking <laughs> purple PJs and I'm green. Ooh. I gotta Piccolo be old. With, 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 with a lab coat, that's a ballin' look. Ooh. I mean, we've already seen Goku wearing that in, like, the weird yeah, Japanese that little science image. fair thing. I know Piccolo's in there, but I don't think he's wearing a lab coat. Well, that's racist. They should have given him a lab coat. You telling me that <laughs> green people Wheelow can't be doctors? Problematic, man. It super <laughs> exactly. is, man. Let's let's cancel him. No yeah, Doctor Willow can like sense energy too because he senses Goku on his way. You're right. He does. He's like, oh, it's a great power. Like you don't know that Piccolo's just <sighs> downstairs. Yeah, it's so weird. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Oh, Shonen they must movies. have done the whole like let's use Google and see who the strongest person is. And it's <laughs> oh, the the last person that won the Tenkaichi Budokai was Masaroshi, and that's how they go off of. Even though he has which is, one, which is not true. <laughs> Goku won yeah. the last one, and before that, it was yeah. Tenshinhan. Tenshinhan. So why so not them? Ah, whatever. Any excuse to get Roshi in there is fine by me. Yeah, I guess you know that's fine. We'll do we'll do what we can. I love that. I love that Roshi was the one that like called out like let's do the Kamehameha like it. It felt like a very right. Captain America moment with like the team, like all right, like you guys do this, let's do it, kind of thing, like taking charge. Because yep. he does it also in uh, Fukatsu no F in the Frieza movie when like oh. it's everyone there and like Roshi's the one that's you know kind of being the Captain America, like telling everyone to do to what to do, kind of huh. stuff. It's cool. It's been so long since I've actually sat down and watched that movie. So it stood out to me when he did when he like did that when they like he gave out the I keep saying orders or plan like it's like he's ordering them around. I mean later on it's like right. advice or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like when you're playing, I don't know, volleyball. You got to call it so that way you're not all going yeah, the for captain. the same thing. Yeah, there you go. Team <laughs> I'm captain. Looking, I'm looking for the word captain after saying he's like Captain America. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> don't beat yourself up, man. We're all Hi, my name and... is Doug. I'm not good with words and I'm on a podcast. <laughs> well, I still love you, so it's fine. Thank you, man. I love you, too. Well, thanks. Uh, we're going to do some real trivia now. So now you don't you're probably not going to love me after this. You're probably going to be like, oh. <laughs> After me saying I look like an idiot, maybe like an even bigger idiot. <laughs> those are these trivia questions. <laughs> well, that's okay. These are mostly for you to go, huh, I don't know, Randy. Teach me a thing. And I'm like, well, okay, here's a thing that I didn't know until 20 minutes ago when I looked it up. I'll be the so, surrogate audience. <laughs> exactly. See, now you're getting the whole spiel. Now we're, we're pulling back the curtain. The real movie magic here. <laughs> All right, man. What is the pun theme for the villains of this film? I don't even know the villain's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Doctor Wheelow and Doctor Cochin. The other ones right. th- threw me for a loop when I when I heard them in English too, because they said them in the ocean uh, version. I was like, "Oh, that That's... sounded really impressive." I thought they would change their name like they do in the right. Funimation versions. Yeah, but uh, but what, tell... what is like one? What is ibuprofen? <laughs> the other one is, <laughs> is I forget <laughs> Tylenol. <laughs> Doug, their names are Please. Kishime, Ibifuria, uh-huh. and Miso Katsu. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can't even guess what that is. Is is it one of them kimchi? Um, I don't think so. But because <laughs> I will say what is stated <laughs> is that they're all derived from various specialties from the city of Nagoya. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know nothing about that either. So keep going. Wiro, uh, Nagoya Kochin. Kishimen, Ibi Furiai, and Miso Katsu. So okay, oh okay, yeah. I mean, there's a the theme. All, yeah, they had a theme. You know, just like the Ginyu Forest. It's all dairy products, and all the freezer people are fruit. Damn, you know? that's yeah. yeah that threw me for, a that's a hard one. Threw me for it a is, week. and I didn't know it either. So we're all learning stuff today. <laughs> and that's fun. That's fun for everybody. True that. I swear that I had a second one written here, but. <laughs> According what to the Go- Google Doc, what is Goku's surname? Give, give me an easy one. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> he does a son. What does Bulma? What does Bulma call Goku? Sankun. That's right. That's I mean now you're just asking questions you already know, and that's not a <laughs> not a good look. It's the only way I can win. I will tell you this: it's not a question, but I'll just teach you some things here. So, so yeah. This is the thing here. This is a quote from uh, Minoru Maeda, who is, you know, the character designer and animator, all that stuff. And uh, he, here's this thing. It says, Dr. Wido is Toriyama Sensei's design. I thought up the original characters along lines following suit with uh, Toriyama Sensei's design. From around this time, the number of enemy fighters increased. So I had them wear chest and shoulder protectors. This also makes mm. characters that aren't human-shaped easier to draw. It wasn't until after Vegeta and company appeared that I brought in those protectors. Prior to that, I came up with costumes from regular Western clothing or things like martial arts uniforms or armor. So if Gastel and company from the second Dragon Ball film had appeared in the Dragon in Dragon Ball Z, I bet I probably would have drawn them with protectors like the Saiyans wear. Oh. So you had brought up while we were watching, like, Kishime, you're like, is he just wearing Saiyan armor? And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, for a second, and then you see it again. It's it's not really, but it looks very similar. Like the he he's style got the flaps on the side, like Vegeta has, and then yeah. you know the chest protector. <laughs> but then there's the one other guy that has a hole cut out, so you can see his abs. Like I the mean, only purpose that that hole serves purpose for is to show his abs off. If I had abs like that, I'd be damn skippy. <laughs> I'd be cutting all my shirts off just to show them off. You worked you worked hard for those abs. You better show them. You got to flaunt them every chance you get. Exactly. <laughs> shirts are a non-starter at that point no no dice <laughs> he wore as much as he could <laughs> except He's around like, his abs except here you can cover everything else but not here it's all right everybody's got their own thing i'm not here to king shame ibifuria and what he wants that's fine <laughs> that's super interesting though about the the style choice of like clothing. <laughs> he's just like vegeta looks so good i gotta make everybody look like vegeta now yeah. everybody's gotta wear the armor <laughs> well wait until movie three where everybody wears the same thing <laughs> everyone's a, a, a subsidiary of frieza's men so <laughs> yeah subsidiary of frieza corp <laughs> uh well man that's gonna be an episode for us does that sound good i think we did a good that was job fun yeah i like that Heck yeah well i wanted to thank everybody here thank you for listening we love interacting with you keeping you in the conversation uh everybody who sends stuff in to tell us what they thought about movies man it's so good it's so yeah. great to hear what other people said to see what their thoughts are on it also uh content that i did not have to write or come up with using my brain so, <laughs> that helps you because you, you're certainly not getting help from me in that category <laughs> yeah doug doesn't do shit around here I, he i'm, I'm just the, I'm, just, I'm just the quote-unquote talent (laughs) (laughs) that's good i'm gonna put that on your your business oh my gosh please don't there's no talent here that's man i'm not gonna oh i don't want to just i don't know what i was gonna say it's gonna be very dirty (laughs) i don't want to sit here and talk about how great you are all the time i could but i don't think that's a a separate podcast for that (laughs) just how great is doug (laughs) just start a convention for that then i'll show up to that doug convention (laughs) <laughs> Doug Con. <laughs> well, you know what else you could do at Doug Con? You could pressure Doug to catch up on the Dragon Ball Super manga. That's what it would take. <laughs> just a whole convention. Uh, just can... trick, trick me to come into a convention and just like, nope, lock the, lock the door. She's reading the Super manga now. Yep, that she's busy. Do not disturb. <laughs> Give him snacks. That is all. I want to like eventually get into it because it looks like, from what I keep seeing online, interesting stuff's happening with interesting characters. Exactly, man. Yeah. Whatever it takes, I just really, really kind of wish you would, because I'd love to talk to you about it. It'd be nice. Yeah. And uh, I plead with you, not just as a podcast host, (laughs) but as your friend. (laughs) One day. You can tweet at us. Uh, We're everywhere, I guess. You can tweet at us at WeGotAPod. You can email us at WeGotAPod at gmail.com. I wanted to thank Rifty Beats, as always, for his excellent track, Kakarot Theme Lo-Fi Hip Hop Trap Remix. It's great. Check out their stuff it's on spotify it's on youtube got a lot of good tracks you Mm -hmm. won't be sorry um thank you to our sponsors blah 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 doug you got anything to plug you got anything you're cracking on nope not yet i was gonna do that trivia show that i was talking about but i never got around to it my my steam for that kind of died down unfortunately but uh, well maybe you'll find that it's it's still there yeah it's still there like i still have the format i might just switch it around and like releases to the public to for everyone else to do but i don't know i don't know 
But anyway, right. I'm Jabaz Doug on YouTube and Twitter. So good, you can reach me there deal. if you want. Nice. Uh, I'm at Saber underscore Breaker. I guess I don't really have anything going on too much. I am rather proud of some art that I recently finished. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, I can't wait till you release the images that you showed me. It's going to be good. I mean, yeah. by the time you hear this, the time will have passed. It will have right. been Piccolo Day. If you guys guess what time that was. Yeah, yeah, you just said it. But yeah. <laughs> Pic- Piccolo Day and Goku Day. I mean, it's in the future. I mean, we're in the past. So yeah, yeah. G- go look for my tweets. Uh, like them and retweet them so I can have that sweet, sweet validation that I crave. It, it deserves it because it is good, man. Oh, man, that means so much because I worked really hard. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> doing stuff that I don't normally do. So worked out pretty good. Um, but yeah, check us out there. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to the show. Tell your friends, post a review. You have no idea how much it helps. Joe, Tanuki Joe, you retweeted the show. Man, I know I DM'd you and like thanked you. It means a lot. And it's so nice to like log into my Anchor account and see these numbers going up. Like, oh, man, people actually listen. And like, <laughs> I'm going to make new friends. It's going to be so nice. Dude, I'm even like happy that when you told me we had like eight listeners, I was like, we had that many. I was like, with, like early on, I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> incredible. I love that. The numbers keep keep going up. It's like a scouter. Just oh, <laughs> Haseni Jolda over eight thousand. That's where nice. we get to it. Uh, that's my goal to get over eight thousand. Anyway, we got to cap this off. Uh, Doug, thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Likewise, and, uh, dude. We did it. We did 10 episodes. We're going to do more. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is our 10th episode? Number 10. We didn't even, like, celebrate that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can buy a cake. We'll buy a cake, and then we'll yeah, that's the, uh, enjoy no, it. I, I'm down for that. Awesome. Uh, thanks again, and we'll check you guys out in two weeks. Take care. See ya. See ya.